to the show. You guys, this week, you guys have been asking for me to have more industry people on. I couldn't think anybody better. Someone I've known for a really long time. It's been a dear friend, a very good client, and just recently retired. But y'all welcome Sue Ann Tinsley to the show. Thanks, Garrett. Thanks, everyone. Good to see you all. Well, I can't see you, but if I could, hello, you look great. Awesome. How you been? I've been good. Um, I've, I've been retired now for two and a half weeks. How's that going? And uh, it's, it's going well. My family's worried about me, especially my niece, Brooke, that works for Day Rise and, yeah. and Reed. But um, it's good. And we'll see how it goes a month from now. Are they telling you, like, you can't be Sue Ann anymore? Like, you got, like, their phone's not going to go like it was. You don't have to be on call, like, 24-7. You got to find some other the weird things to part. do. That's the weird part, Garrett, because I, I think maybe I've had a week's vacation in, you know, the last 13 years where I have been totally disconnected. I mean, always yeah. checking emails, and I think we all do that because if you stay, don't stay plugged in, then you've got 3,000 emails to answer when you get home. So yeah. it's good to kind of do a little bit every day. And someone might actually have a real emergency. I mean, you're dealing with people's it. homes. So, I know it. I mean, it's A lot of homes and a lot of good residents. I mean, my wife and I always had this worked out where she's a night owl. I'm the morning person. So our rule is when we're on vacation, I can take my phone and I can turn it on. But when she gets up, that's when it ends. It ends. So like, you know, if I get up at 6 a.m. and she ain't up till 9, I've got three hours that I can forward, respond, whatever I need to do, but then it's off. Well, that's what, um, I'm the early bird. I go to bed early and I get up very early. And now when I was working, I would clear my emails and, and do a lot of work between about 5.30 and 7.30. And then Reed gets up and, you know, we don't usually have breakfast, but just kind of nice to say hi. And he goes yeah. into his office and we usually have our Zoom and Teams calls that start around nine o'clock. So, you know, you get the, uh, the emails cleared out, and then the day progresses from there. Not to mention, you know, you're always dealing with, like, especially on your end, you have clients and owner investors that are all over the U.S., other countries. Yes. So you're playing the time zone game, too. Yes. And uh, my niece, Brooke, she uh, lives in California. Yeah. So a, an 8 o'clock call for me, which is a 3 o'clock call in Germany or in the Netherlands, is 6 a.m. for her. Yeah. So I feel really bad, uh, you know, that she's on the West Coast, but she's a trooper. She does good with I it. I mean, I feel bad. My little brother moved to Maui, and it's like he yep. knows I'm a, he, he doesn't get off work till, you know, 5, 6 o'clock sometimes, mm -hmm. and he just wants to call and check in. Well, that's 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's too late. I am in bed. Too late, brother. I just tell my wife, I was like, because she knows the ringtone, and she'll just text him, hey, is this an emergency? No, it's not an emergency. All right, cool. I'll tell him to call now, you Now, did you say Maui? Maui. We yeah. have a timeshare on Maui. Yeah, I know where you guys does are he, Where does he live? Oh, he's going to kill me for not knowing this. Kauai? And okay. I, no, it's, uh, what is this little town? He lives right by the airport. Like, you Paella, leave. Paella, by any chance? That, that, that's it. Oh, my gosh. That's my it. sister Renee and I love to shop there. It's right by Mama's Fish House. Yeah, he... He works at the Whole Foods right there by the okay. airport. Well, we love to go to Mama's Fish House, and it is spectacular. The ambiance, uh, the food, everything yeah. is great, and the just the, the scenery. 
And um, so we shop at Paella before we go to Mama's because it's about a five minute drive once you pack up your bags and get ready to go eat and drink. Yep. Have a nice Mai Tai. Well, I also got to announce something else here because I get a lot of shit because you and I are both Oklahoma Sooner fans. Absolutely. Boomer Sooner. And and we get to do that every now and then. But I have (laughs) not had a single Sooner on my show yet. I had two previously uh, Longhorn professional graduates that played football for the Longhorns. Cool. Had to get all kinds of shit from them. Of course. You know, like, they, they give me all kinds of shit at the lounge. But it's nice to finally have a Sooner on here. Well, let me tell you, talk about getting shit. I married a Longhorn. Uh, uh, so did I. So I know it. And um, so my my Sooner friends and um, all of my family, they gave me a hard time. Of course, his family gave me a hard time, too. Yeah. For him to marry a Sooner was not very popular at all. So yeah. we've got the house divided. And uh, when we go to the Cotton Bowl every year, we don't sit together. He's got four tickets on the UT side, and I've got my two on the OU side, and I do have a football husband. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Brad Wagner, you're probably not watching, but um, but anyway, it's great to uh, to talk to a fellow Sooner. No, uh, that's I awesome. love our Sooners. Sooner yeah. Nation. Yeah, my, my mother-in-law actually sent me OU sucks beer last year. My mother-in-law. I know. Like, I didn't think she'd I've, cross that line. But I've my seen mother-in-law that beer. even thought that was funny. I know. I've I seen like, that this beer. Is, this is brutal. Yeah, not cool, Mom. Not cool, not cool. But Reed's Reed's really cool. He can go with the flow when it comes to football. Well, he's got a cool name, too. Yeah, well, you love that name. Great name, right? And um, But, no, he's really calm. I'm the, you know, amped up, sore loser, got to have a winning streak. And uh, I have a funny story. When I was at Alliance, Sue Ramsey and I worked together, and a dear friend of mine, but mm-hmm. she graduated from Oklahoma State. And when we lost to Oklahoma State that year, she was going to have our paint contractor come in and paint my office orange. Oh, and man. have them on standby, of course, to come back and, and get it repainted the following day. And everyone said, don't do that. Yeah. They said, Sue, do not do that. And, and she said, Sue Ann... I knew you wouldn't care. I said, Sue, that would have been crossing the line because I actually got home after OSU beat us and I took all of my memorabilia and I put it outside of my door of my office and had a sign that said garage sale cheap. <laughs> I mean, I, to lose to Texas is one thing, but to lose to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State, that kills you. Yeah, that's pretty that's bad. That's a killer. It's funny you said that. Now that you're retired, I can tell you the story. So this was, man. Five, six years ago, Brian Fries that works for you. Yes. Uh, we go way back, and we're out there, and this is when I was, like, still helping John a lot do mm-hmm. uh, estimates for him. And I'm out there walking around helping walk stuff for Brian. Well, Brian and John are flying in that next day, and John tells me, he said, hey, Brian had made some joke about painting this shack, and, like, the colors that they were picking were crazy. And I forget which property it was you guys had, but it had, like, a little guard shack at the front. And John Which goes, city? It was, in, it was in Phoenix. Okay, San Valiente. It, it was the one with all the cats. Yes. So we get over there. No, Solano. The Solano. That's it. Right. And uh, John goes, hey, I got the painters on. Just make sure it's done by the time we get there. I said, what are you talking about? We get over there. He had that shack painted Barney Purple. 
and it said Brian Shack. My, what and did Brian, Brian do? came in, he about had a stroke. I mean, laughing. We were, yeah, and then we were all dying laughing. He's like, that shit better be back before I'm gone today. That like, is Don't so worry. cool. I already got him going. They were already John's painted. clever. But no, I cool. love Brian. Yeah. That's great. I love to get the guys. Barney Purple. I, uh, Bill one. Cutt, who is the executive VP of construction, yeah. I have Santa Claus as his contact picture because every time I find a little Sue Ann project that I need on a renovation and we don't have it budgeted for, yeah. I go to Brian and Bill with my sad eyes and say, please, you know, yeah. can't you, you find, find me 20000 <laughs> And they always do. They always do. So they're great. They're good though. Huge shout out to uh, our construction group. They're yeah, awesome. They're a bunch of good guys. Yep. Let's step back a minute and let's tell everybody a bit about your journey. Okay. It's like everybody, a lot of people know who you are in the industry, but I don't think everybody knows how like far you've come. Like I know a lot of this started with uh, Marvy. Yes. And he's a big mentor of yours and was mm-hmm. like somebody very influential in your life. Maybe tell everybody a little bit. I mean, we, we, everybody knows you retired recently, but like let's take them back to the beginning and kind of like how you've gone through it because you've been a part of, I mean, I had my notebook, but I couldn't have enough room for it for like all the accolades and wow. like stuff you've done over the year. I mean, like, You've Thank always you. been super involved in the associations from local to state to nationwide. So maybe you can tell everybody a little bit about like where you actually like started off okay. in the industry. Um, I was living in Norman. I had been out of college for one year. And one of my best friends, she went to work for Bob Mooring. He was a local developer. I don't know if you are oh, familiar no. with that name, but they were really the distinguished developer in Norman. That's they yeah. built the groovy places that everyone wanted to live in. And so I launched my career with them. Okay. And it was fun because, you know, I'm out of college. I'm meeting people that are similar to me. They're my residents. And uh, worked for them. They sent me to Santa Fe one summer to open up a new deal. And so that was really cool. And after a year, I went to work for the competitor. They were the new kid on the block in Norman, and so I worked for them, Barnett Range, out of Stockton, California, and um, the uh, the gentleman that was our, our vice president, Pat Murphy, he had asked if I wanted to go to Tulsa, and then he left, called me from Houston a year later, and asked if I would join him, and my, my supervisor had worked with him for years, and I said, no, I don't want to move to Houston. And um, he said, well, I'll give you a free two-bedroom apartment. I'll pay your electricity, and you'll make commissions. And I said, I'll be there in two weeks and gave my notice the (laughs) next day. So I moved to Houston and uh, met Reed. He was a resident at the property that I managed. And funny story there real quickly. um, His name, we had been told by different friends that, you know, that we should be fixed up on a blind date. And um, so anyway, his name came up on the delinquency list. And my assistant manager said, that Reed Tinsley is delinquent. I told her, I said, well, don't send him one of those horrible eviction notices. Well, she did. (laughs) So my CPA uh, financial planner husband sent a very, very terse note the next day, and I'm reading it at my desk. And, of course, it said rent was paid before the first. Well, the check had slipped underneath the refrigerator in the maintenance room. So he called me and we talked and we went out on a blind date and got married seven months later. So what happened then at that point was 
Um, we got back from our honeymoon. We got married in 86, and we put a contract down on a home. We built a home, and I worked for uh, Resources Property Management. That was the group for three years, and um, Harry Reid had been managing the real estate, and they opened up their own in-house shop. So I went to work for the finger companies in 88. Incredible family and, um, and developers, and I cut my teeth there. And um, it, it was such an incredible experience, Garrett, because Marvy Finger said to me, and this was drilled in everyone's head, we work 24-7 because we are in charge of people's homes. And, and he took that very seriously, and all of the employees did. I started as a supervisor there in 88, and I got promoted two years later and ran their operations. So I stayed there for six years, and um, I went to Graystar. Bob Faith had just bought the company from Walter Eads. I don't know if you knew I that. Know, Walter I, had Greystone okay. and had built all of these beautiful properties, primarily yep. in Sugarland outside of Houston. And um, Bob Faith had bought it. And, you know, I knew Stacy and David Hargrove and, and a lot of the folks there. So I yeah, went I to work David. for them. I worked with David. David and Hargrove Hansen was great, great them. boss. And so I stayed there for a couple of years. And then I had an opportunity to go to work for Eileen Sabinski. And Eileen is one of the greatest mentors anyone could ever hope for. So I went to work for her at Intercapital. That's where I met my now partners, Ed Biskin and Andy Shore, and worked there. And then I followed Andy over. He, he started Alliance. I was there for nine years and then did another stint at Finger. And, you know, shortly thereafter, Andy and Ed and I formed Day Rice. That's awesome. So it, literally from... Leasing apartments all the way to the top over the yes. start of your career. Yes, it's been great. I um, actually said to our executive and senior team on a call when they announced my retirement that I felt like I had reached all of my goals, and that felt so just, just felt really cool. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, let me go on ahead and do the exit a little earlier. I really hadn't planned to retire at 63, but... When I really sat down and realized that I had achieved all of my goals, yeah. it made me it made the decision easier because you just feel like you've come full circle. And you've got all the grandbabies and stuff running around. Uh, well, I have a grandson that's nineteen, <clears throat> and um, he just finished his first semester, first year, pardon me, at San Marcos. And then I have three grand nephews, and a fourth one on the way. And uh, my nieces and nephews, and yeah. they're, they're just, all of these kids are my world. Yeah, I'm um, saying, there's, there's babies around you all the time. Babies, I mean, babies. It, well, and it's funny because Brooke will send a lot of photos from L.A. where <laughs> she lives. Yeah. And so a lot of people will think, oh, are you at Disneyland today? And I'm not there. She's just You're constantly just sending me it. the photos, and I'm regurgitating it. And I guess pretending like I'm, I'm with them on Facebook. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Well, that's really cool that you, you know, I, I tell, I, I'm training a new estimator right now. Uh-huh. And it's, it, I, I tell these guys all the time, like, it's so important in this industry. It's, it's a very big industry, but it's so small. Very small. Like, don't burn bridges. And I've also tell them Absolutely. all the time, like, treat everybody the way you'd want to be treated and mm -hmm. treat them with the same amount of respect because 
you don't know who that leasing agent's going to turn into one right. day. Or that guy that's a porter. Right. That, that porter is going to be a maintenance director one day. That leasing agent's going to be a partner or a regional vice president right. or something like you got to really make sure you know you treat everybody the way you'd want to be treated. Right. So. Well, let me let me chime in real quickly. Pardon me for cutting you yeah, off. Dean Johnson yeah. with us. When we bought our fourth property here in Dallas 12 years ago, Dean was a groundskeeper. And look at him now. He's, you know, a director of of not maintenance of construction. He handles all of the special projects. Yeah. He works with the design teams, and but that's a perfect example of someone who was at that entry level, yeah. and look where he is today. Yeah, and it's it's like and you notice you said a lot of times when you're talking about your story how you moved in this circle with people, and you even went back to some places. It's it's not mm-hmm. a forever here or there. It's like right. you're, st- you're still in the industry, right? Um, you know, Marvy and I were just. We had a closeness like Andy and Ed and I do. And um, a couple of times they called and said, hey, come back. And I would be really happy where I was. But Marvie's was a powerful man. And to tell him no, is it was difficult to do. I'm but sure. I interrupted you. What were you saying when I uh, talk, told you about Dean? Talking about treating people well and... Yeah, no, I was just saying, you know, advice that you would have for somebody that's, you know, starting out in the multifamily career is where I was going to go with that. You know, you've you've had all these different roles. Um, what, what are what are things that you think are important for people that are starting in their careers young right now? That that's are a great question, and I answered that for John Boriak. He was our president of HAA, and he owns Veritas, and um, they interviewed several presidents for the Abode magazine. It might have been, okay, I think it was John, not Christy Rodriguez. And and that question came up, and I said, what I would stress to people is, don't limit yourself. Don't think I'm going to start as a leasing agent and go to an assistant manager, manager, supervisor, VP. You might be interested in marketing. Yeah. You might be interested in training. And if you have an affinity for a certain area, accounting, construction. I mean, there are so many different areas in our business, as you know, that I try to tell people just keep your mind open because there might be an area that is not really the path through management that you want to take. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? There are a lot of different possibilities out there. All right, we got lots of comments coming in here. Oh, my gosh. make sure I, like, address some of these about... Oh, we got some... I've got a lot of family in Ohio on my dad's side, so we've got some comments about Baker planting the flag in Ohio. Oh, 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 ouch. Chap- Not good, Baker. Masses. You know, I, I know I enjoyed it. it. I know I it. Because we can all say, and I'll say this, I have family from Ohio State. Ohio State fans are some of the most obnoxious fans. They really are obnoxious. Like, here we go. Oh, Lord. I'm just going to say that. So, yep. well, all I'm saying, and Jenny, I don't know if you're listening, my friend Jenny Johnson, she, uh, is a, a Buckeye, and yeah. um, so anyway, Jenny, if you're listening, you know I was not happy with Baker over that. <laughs> I thought it was great, you know. Well, I, re- I really did, too. Turn the camera off, Lizzie. <laughs> I thought it was. All right. That was, uh, he said that was Sanders' property that we painted the shack. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not a good day. It was a very good day, Brian. My, it was uh, really funny. I keep bragging on my niece. I My little sister works for us. Yeah. And, you know, my precious niece, Haley, she lives here in Dallas, but Brooke just working for us. I have a lot of stories. She took over the supervision of those two properties. Remember, we had yeah. Solano 1 and 2. Yeah. And um, just turned those around. We had a very successful uh, sale on those yeah. after just a couple of years. So um, she yeah, did a great job. Long. Those, Not long. I think a couple long. of years. Yeah, because I, I I remember going out and walking those when y'all were looking at them. And then we did the rehab, and I don't think you had them for, I mean, maybe eight months after we got everything done. About two years. Was it really that long? I, I think it was, but I've slept so since then. Really, it was really fast. Yeah, I've slept since then. You, so. Usually, because those two stuck out to me just because, like, we spent a lot of time on those properties. Um those two right. stuck out. I know. Our the construction seems like the group, other portfolio was around a little bit longer. Right. That. Well, when, when Andy underwrites our deals, they have a yeah. five-year five, five year hold. Right. And so that's the model that we've worked with. So it is a little different when, you know, you do go in and sell something before you've completed the uh, the path that we think I've we have had, set out. I've always had to have a little list because it was just hard to keep track of everything. Like, these are the German properties. I know. I, those, no, I know. Like, all of our different investors. They're <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Love all of them. Great times, though. And I'm really excited because when I, when I talked to you about doing this, you had, I mean, had you even decided you were retiring then when we first No, it happened real quickly. Um, I say because I don't feel like you even thought you were retiring. Then, like, I think this happened a little right, bit after that. Like, right, you just made a this little decision because we, mm -hmm. we, I don't, I was like, man, she agreed to do this, and then it was like we finally confirmed and followed back up because you had something going on, and you're like, hey, I'm traveling. Follow back up with me on this date, and I was like, cool. And I'm, you, know, I, you were in Europe or something, and I'm watching you on there on Facebook, and then you came back, and I was like, wow, did she have any ideas she was going to do this? I was like. Eh. That's, a, that's amazing. Like, I get to tell the retirement story. She agreed, and I get to tell this. This is awesome. Well, um, Andy and Ed and Andy's son, Benjamin, we sat down, and I had thought about it for a while. Yeah. And um, really had had my sights set, Reed and I did, on trying yeah. to find a place that we could work remotely from. And, and you feel like you really shouldn't do that. I don't yeah. feel like I should live in Kingsland, like Texas, and work full-time. No. And um, so anyway, we were a little intrigued with that. Yeah. And, you know, we had great leadership at the company. We've got Gary Fowler as the president. Jennifer yeah. Canarell runs the operation. So I, I just felt like, you know, it's probably a good time to just yeah. slip out and go on about it and, and be able to spend more time at the lake and chill out. I'm highly I've been on. I've been in the fast lane for a long time, yeah. Garrett, so I'm... Yeah. I'm looking forward to slowing down a little bit. Yeah, get back at that Pawnee speed. Yes, Pawnee speed. Takes you two minutes I, to get where you're going. I have going. to say that because I know my mom's watching. My mom's from Enid. So, Hi, you know, Mom. Yeah. So you've also, let's step back and talk about the associations. Okay. Because we talked about what you think would help people and that they should leave things open. I think it's really important, and I've, I'll be the first to admit, I have done a piss-poor job of this in the last couple of years because I've gotten so busy trying to maintain a certain standard of, of what my clients expect from me. Right. I haven't made as much time for the association stuff, and I feel it, you know, and I just, I think that's a very, especially for somebody just getting in because 
these people become your friends and I, like very fast and very close friends, friends turn into clients faster than clients turn into friends right but it happens very fast and a lot of that's association and you've i mean you've been the president you've been on the board um nationally and for the state i believe not nationally. Not nationally, but you did the board for them, right? The, well, you know. I was on. I wasn't on the board, but I would go up there to right. the meetings, and certainly our TAA and HIA um, well, executive staffs encouraged right. participation. I was saying national. I meant like state level. You state. Are, I know you did Houston, but you right. Also did. And I I was a VP at large for TAA for a couple of years, and um, so I enjoyed that. But I was on the board with TAA for a long time. I used to chair the membership and, you know, we started the statewide membership campaign and I just, that was, that was kind of my baby because I knew how important membership was. Yeah. But I will tell you that I got a call from Paul Heiberger. He was the executive director of the Houston Apartment Association and he asked if I would like to join the board. And I told him, I said, well, let me ask Ronnie and Marvy Finger. And he said, no, we, I called them first. So what I realized very quickly is you can't work a 40-hour-a-week job and volunteer. Yeah. So I would put in extra hours because I want to just tell everyone, you need to remember who signed your paycheck. And I think our associations are cognizant of that. They understand. They are the first ones if you have to cancel something or be late or rearrange the schedule. But um, you need to be aware of that. But yeah. giving back is, is yeah. just a part of something I've always wanted to do. I have so many people. I think of Jackie Roan. I mean, Stacy Hunt. I mean, you look at so many of these leaders that have gone all the way up to the NAA, you know, level. Yeah. And, you know, look at Jeff Lowry and um, Brad Williams. But, but my point is, it's just to hold down the jobs that they all have or had and to do the amount of volunteer work, I am just in awe of them because That's I know a crazy that it, amount of time. It, it took a lot of time and um, I, it's just something that I finally had to just kind of cut back on a little bit. Yeah. And, and really I did that when we started Day Rise. Actually, we started as... Um, as uh, Vesta, yeah, and another group, Vesta, came in from Connecticut and had the name trademarked, so that's why we changed it to Day Rise. But I was so busy just helping to grow the company that we founded and doing a lot of traveling, as you said. So, you know, I just naturally had to, to scale back. Yeah. And uh, But I loved my time, the friends that I've met around the state. Um, I have certainly friends on the national level, but... The state of Texas is, love it. Yeah. Love all of my, my colleagues here. What are, what are some of your favorite memories from like big TAA things or being a part of the associations? Well, Cheryl Pucci, do you know Cheryl? I do not. Cheryl um, gave me, she worked, worked for United Dominion. Okay. And she was the president in, um, what year did I win the award? Embarrassed to say, I don't remember. But um, I won the president's award. And the Frank P. Finch, and uh, for TAA, she was our president. She's here in Dallas. And it was funny because she said, and she helped me sing that song at one of the board meetings. And, of course, it was <laughs> Boomer Sooner. But um, <laughs> I was the first um, PAC. They started a new PAC group 
and um, I was the first one to, to step up, and so I know that that meant a lot to her, and 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 um, so that's been a high point. And um, when I was inducted into the Hall of Fame in Houston, that was the pinnacle. It yeah. just you know it doesn't get any better than that when you're when you're thought that highly of by your peers and. In Houston, when I look at all of my mentors and all of the people inducted prior to me that made that decision, really warms your heart, makes you feel yeah. good. I mean, that's super impressive. I mean, as big as like a lot of people, are like there's always this battle between Dallas and Houston. Too. There is, and we're bigger, by the way. Sorry, de- Dallas. Definitely, definitely, and it's like Houston's always been like such a hard place to work. I mean, we had an office when I first started with Element that was down there for a while, but then when we lost the guy that was running that. We never replaced that. We we kind of mm-hmm. went back to just we would take on the big projects and come down and help certain clients when right. they wanted it, but we couldn't handle the day to day of Dallas and DFW of when we were starting out or in Houston. I mean, so that was I mean tremendous. So like the magnitude of like how much stuff goes on in Houston mm-hmm. and just getting around Houston, and then you realize how much bigger Houston is and all the I mean like suburbs and everything else it's just like to to me that's kind of like it's like a, like that's just almost like its own little state within Texas like mm-hmm. to deal with Houston interesting interesting I never thought of it like that I think that it's probably like Dallas San Antonio Austin any of them when you've got your you know your management companies and your executives and yeah. your your senior teams they do like local people. Oh, yeah. Because they feel probably like they can call them a lot quicker. Well, you can take care of their day-to-day stuff, right. too. You know, you right. can't call me and say, I've got a patio that's falling over, and I right. need you out here right, right. now. Right. And I'm like, well, it'll be five hours before I have a crew there. Right. That doesn't work out well. Doesn't work. You know, like, doesn't yeah, work. we can do that. So, yeah, we haven't done as much stuff down there anymore, but I yeah. always did enjoy going down there and doing Oh, doing Houston's stuff. right. I've, I've lived there now for 38 years and just love it. I don't love it at this time of the year, but, you know. It's not much better when, up when here. We, uh, when we have our winter and our average temperature is 65, Yeah, it, it makes it all worthwhile. It's a little bit better. Yeah, yep. Well, what are, what, are, uh, what are some other big moments that, like, really stand out to you that uh, you feel others could gain good knowledge from? Gosh, because um, we try to do that on here, because you know it's called common sense. So, not to me, common sense is kind of the journey you go on, is where you gain the knowledge from doing your journey or going through your journey. So, one of the things that I've always treasured has been the fact that I started on site. Yeah, and at Bob Mooring at that company, we only had a one person office and a one person maintenance staff. And so I would have to go clean apartments if they weren't ready. Um, But to go through and be in the shoes of everyone now that you deal with, I think it's great because you can relate to all of those team members. And I even had someone the other day that is a security officer at our building, and I took him a little card and a gift card by just to tell him goodbye. And he sent me the sweetest text and said, you think of the little people. I was like, I hate when people say that. Yeah. Because my one of my my sayings is, we're all the spoke on a wheel, 
and it takes all of the spokes to make the wheel turn. And the day that a an executive thinks that they're better than the groundskeeper, I mean, I tell our site staffs, you are the reason that we have jobs. You yeah. are the reason that we get a paycheck every two weeks. And I'm, I hope I'm an, a humble person because that's what I've always, you know, felt very strongly about. I, I, um, I think it's so important to make everyone, everyone in your company feel special. I'm, I'm astounded when people don't do that because that is just the most essential thing that you could do is just realizing how important every single person is. Yeah. I mean, every just <clears throat> our receptionist, Dory, she just takes care of all of us. And, you know, whether you're the CFO or, you know, a regional vice president or you're the, the maintenance supervisor or the make ready, it just takes us all. I mean, it, we're all a spoke on a wheel. And I think that I just, that's been grounded in me. And I know that the fingers were like that. We had no titles on business cards. You didn't refer to anyone by their title, and I've all said I'll, I don't like the word boss. Um, I hate that. Makes so me sick. Much. Makes me sick. Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's, that should be implied though. Like, like you don't have to like you shouldn't ever have to say that. Like you're right. dealing with adults. I sent out an email while we were um, on vacation a couple of months ago and said, "Look to our managers, we have no bosses." You know, we're all in this together. We're all a spoke on a wheel. And I know that you have to have your layers of supervision, yeah. but I don't know. I think that it's it's very critical to realize that every single person, I think we have 500 employees, 550, and um, takes us all. Yeah. Takes us all. Absolutely. It's going to be so weird. You guys are finally doing the day rise like awards and everything again. I know it. I can't believe you I'm going to miss it. You couldn't have waited like two more months. Like, I I, I keep hoping they're going to invite me back to be a I, guest I think speaker, they but I don't know. Yeah, let me get you. Hey, speaker. did y'all hear that? Anyone from Day Rise? Yeah, well, we'll put in the good word. I know it, and I won't even charge a fee. I mean, I'll just go down to Galveston and have a good time. Yeah, just put me put you up in a room. Be all right. That's all they got to do. Yeah. Are y'all going to be there? We're, we're going to go down, yeah, Good. for sure. Element has Can't always wait. been so wonderful to be one of our platinum sponsors. Yeah, and thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You guys are fantastic. You guys have always been so great to work with. I mean, well, I tell you what. A, it's always been a give and take relationship. You know, right. it's like we've always we've always worked together to, to get things done as a team. So. I know. And um, now we love working with you guys. Yeah. And uh, I know that I met John's wife in yeah. Galveston a couple of years ago. But it is nice now, post-COVID, to get everyone back together. Yeah, We've had to have these virtual conferences. And what I do like about when we've had those virtually is everyone on every team is in attendance. It's virtual. But because when we have the conferences, as you know, we have our maintenance supervisors and our managers. But... I just want for everyone on that team at every property to experience the excitement. That's awesome. I, I, I want to read this because this is from a good friend of mine. And apparently you know her too. Uh, Donna Parker is a good friend of mine. And, you know, Paige passed several yeah. years ago. And 
Donna just said, her. Paige Parker always said that about you. She was in Dallas, but I went with her once to Houston and met you in a Houston office, and I saw it about I saw that about you. You definitely inspired team. Oh, oh that's sweet. I tell you what, Paige, she was just one of the best people I've ever known. Yeah, Paige was And awful. she was taken too early, but Absolutely. She she was just you know, when I got promoted at Alliance and all of a sudden Dallas was in my region, you know, yeah. I didn't obviously meet all of the team up here. And she was one of the first people that I met. And just I knew immediately that my experience in Dallas was going to be great with all of our teams. And see, that goes back. To, so this is my 15th year with Element. Wow. I had no and idea it had been that Yeah, long. so, and I, you know, I started out the first three years, I was just John's estimator. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was estimating for John, and that's when I first started, you know, I first met Mark Copeland and Brian Fries, and I didn't know at the time, you know, it's funny now looking back and thinking about this thing, and like how some of you guys know each other, and like, I didn't know about Alliance to West Corp to, you know, all those little things that spun off there in that time period. I was too new to realize how much things were changing uh-huh. and who was, you know, tied into who, you know, it's like Paul Beckingham's on here, you know, talking like Paul, Paul Beckingham oh wrote the intro song that plays before my podcast goes on. Hi, like, Paul. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Donna and Paige and Nicole Starkey and yes. you know, all these people. It's just like, it's so crazy, but then it's like when you find out like there was other ties too. It's just, right. it's just such a. And I one. had left just before the West Corp um, change. I had had gone back to the finger companies. Yeah. So, so was I was at then. Alliance for okay. nine years and um, went back to the finger companies, and uh, so I, I missed that part. But yeah. oh my gosh, what a wonderful family we had! Have you ever met Yvette Davis? Uh, I know that name. I'm sure I maybe She have. was our president, and I mean, talk about a ball of fire. I think Yvette's 5'2", whatever, little tiny okay. thing, but she is larger than life. And uh, we had Mark, of course, running our construction, and it it was just such a family, family-oriented yeah. company. And, and that's what I wanted to repeat at Dayrise. Yeah. It was very important for me when we founded the company to create that culture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely did that. Well, You definitely thanks. did that. It took all of us to do it, but yeah. that was my goal. So what are the big plans now for Sue Ann trying to do retirement? Well, it was interesting. Um, when I was at Mass a week ago, they talked about they had a film on a preschool uh-huh. that we have at our parish in Houston. And I thought, well, my degree's in, you know, education, early elementary, and um, maybe I can volunteer. However, I don't want any schedule to tie me down. Yeah. So I'm going to go talk to them at Prince of Peace and see, okay. you know, if I could do four days a week, five days, I mean, a month. And um, we, we've got a lake house that we just bought, so... We're going to spend some time. Congratulations. Thank you. We're going to spend some more time up in Kingsland by Marble Falls and uh, just have fun with the family. We're all going to um, La Jolla this coming Friday for a family vacation for eight days. And I'm just going to enjoy that. I'm going to go to some football games. I have season tickets 
that I've given away more tickets than I've ever I, I gone, gone to. I haven't gone in a while. We'll Tell me any game go. you yeah. want to go to. We'll have to go. We'll have to and, and if you want to go to the Cotton Bowl, you've got my two. I, after last year, uh, a little nervous about going to the Cotton Bowl this year. I don't Even do though that. I love Brent Venables. I don't cool, do cool the, coach. I don't do the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. I, I, that's one of those. Draw the line. I can't do that kind of level of crazy anymore. I would just rather sit in my media room. Well, aren't we that way with all the games? And just enjoy it. No, I mean, first I mean, of all, Cowboys. your home is fabulous. No, You've got you. this wonderful bar. Thank you. Um, your big screen and your fountain mm-hmm. outside. and I It mean, makes it hard to leave. You know? abso- we're like that in our neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, we all have great outdoor kitchens and TVs and yeah. bars and I mean, now it's I got like, a pellet smoker, so like I'm, I know. I'm like absolutely obsessed with like making stuff on it. Now the experience at home yeah. is is great. I have to tell you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think my wife. That, that's one area where she's like, yeah, sure. If it's going to keep you around here more, and like, right? You're not hanging out at the cigar lounge, then you know. Absolutely. You have, you where is she, in. by the way? Uh, Hi, Sarah. <laughs> she's so cute. Hi, Lisey. Well, I'm going to do that in my retirement. Going back to your question. Yeah. Um, we have another grandnephew on the way. And um, so I'm going to have those four. What I really wanted to do, too, is my grandson, Christopher. Yeah. Is just go to San Marcos and spend a night or two. Yeah. Just take him and his buddies and roommates out to dinner and hang out with him. I used to love to go to OU. I would go for games, of course. I was telling yeah. Sarah that. But Barry and Brooke were in their sorority and fraternity and go hang out with the kids. And I really want to do that with Christopher, too. Just be more a part of his college life. That's cool. But just that, and I'm really interested in this this preschool program that they have at our parish. I think that would be nice. It would help me use my degree. And um, hopefully I can volunteer there. I um, want to look into different different places but i'm just gonna have to take it one day at a time i mean this is still fresh it's gotta be I, garrett fresh. i'm worried i'm i might be calling you and john and saying hey no i guess not i don't think i could do construction with all of you guys you're too talented i mean are you you're starting up some other little deal i mean well i don't know i think at this point just Fading into the sunset for a few years and watching everyone just blossom and it sounds good right now. I just I I, I want to see I'll tell how you far next back week how yeah, it's going. Yeah, how far back you can turn down. The I'll dial. tell you next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be having a little phone call. She'll be like, I'm having a glass of wine right now. I'm not sure. I still want to be retired. Well, I, I remember can't talk Reed into retiring. Well, yet. he says he's not going to. And uh, but my mother-in-law was so cute. She, they retired, they lived in Austin, and um, they moved to Mason when they retired. Yeah. And she would have her ladies, all of her friends, come over at 5, and they would have cocktail hour. Yeah. And um, she was so cute. She would say her patio dress. And, (laughs) um, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of people up at the lake. We've got a a, a group of friends. Reed's two best friends are retired up there. And so we've got, you know, just a circle of friends, and that's going to be fun. They're retired. Yeah. So, you know, just really spending time with them and just, I don't know, hanging out. I'm going to read more. 
There you go. I, I quit reading a long time ago, and I want to try to do that. Okay, here is something for everyone out there, and I'm just going to put it out there. All right. If I had a penny for every time I've heard someone say that someone should write a book about our industry, and I want to let everyone know that I have decided in the last two weeks that I think I'm going to give that a try. And what I'm going to do is just reach out on Facebook to all of my, all of the wonderful people I've worked with, my friends that I haven't worked with, and just tell them to submit stories to me. Reed's written eight books. So I'm going to have a little bit of help there. And it's not going to be anything in depth, but just sharing all of the funny stories, collecting all of those, and try to put something together. That'll be awesome. Oh, I think it'll be too cool. That'll be awesome. I mean, everyone I mean, has always just, said that. I mean, you could stay in so many lanes and write entire books. Like, you could talk about experiences just from, you know, this level or on site or, right. you know, like there's so many different levels. I mean, it's like almost like you could have like, it's almost like cops or something like that. But right. Like you could almost have that scene of like, if you legally could show all the drama that I goes know. on on an apartment complex. I know. It's crazy. But I mean, no, I'm excited about that. That's I, awesome. That's I uh, just put myself under a lot of pressure to uh, to do it. and um, But I'm, I think that's going to be fun. That someone is finally going to, to sit down and, and try to tackle this that we've all talked about. Yeah, no, that... Literally everybody makes that comment at some point, especially after something crazy All the happens, time. or it's the latest craziest thing that happened this week. Right, right. Whatever. I know it. I know it. I think that'll be fun. That's bull. Well, kudos. I don't to know you, if but... you'll see me in Barnes and Noble anytime soon. Hey, but I'll be rooting for you. Amazon, whatever. Hey, I'm going to be reaching out to you and John for funny stories. Yeah, I'll. I'll Everyone see needs to contribute. Oh, I'll, I'll see what I can come up with. Good. Maybe I can come up with a funny, uh, funny story about John. Maybe that'd be a way to go. Hey, I'd love that. Or you could talk about John going to Pawnee, Oklahoma. Or Darius. To uh, Darius, but you know, look what you guys did at my mom's church. Hey, that, that was an honor to go go take care of that for you guys. Right. And, you know, that's kind of my that's in my home. Home states. So. I know it. Um, just to let everyone know, my my mom's church, the church that I was raised in and baptized in and married in, um, they had a leak in the basement. And um, I had told Andy Shore, my partner, and Ed Biskind, I said, I really would like to get one of our contractors to go to Pawnee and, and see if they'll make these repairs. And so anyway, the basement had flooded. So, you know, yeah. as you know, they put in the sump pump and the new flooring. But my gosh, to get you guys to travel all the way there, it's not you can not as though you can fly in. You know, if you fly into uh, Oklahoma City, you got flying in. I know it. So anyway, the church was so happy. And yeah. John, shout out to you if you're watching. You guys are great. He better be watching. He always tells me he's going to watch. Well, and then Morgan Collier was there with the floor. So shout out to Dixie Carpet on that. So Element and uh, Dixie made it happen. Yeah, we were were happy to help with that. That Well, thank you all again. Good thing to do. Yep. You're getting lots of write the book. Oh, my gosh, I will. I mean, Nicole Starkey just said, write the book. Nicole, I'll be calling you for uh, stories, too. 
Nicole has great stories, especially oh, when she Jet does. was a little kid. She Nicole has good stories. When I just had a goatee, her when Jet was like three or four, he used to think I was Iron Man. Oh my god! He gosh. called me Iron Man, and it was so funny because I'll never forget this. We were at the AATC bowling alley, and he comes running up to me, and he's like four or five years old. He's like, "Hey, Iron Man." He's like, "You're not mad at me, are you?" I was like, "Why would I be mad at you, Jet?" And he's like. I'm wearing my Wolverine undies because my Iron Man's were dirty. Oh, said, how cute! Hey, man, don't worry. Me and I, me and Wolverine are cool. That is and so I was cool, like, oh, man. It's so funny. I was like, now I see pictures of him, and he's like grown six, up, five, grown up, massive football player. I love when I see the children now. Yeah. It, it's it's. I mean, we had um, at Creekside at North Lake up here in North Lake, obviously. But we had an assistant manager, Linda, just a doll. Well, I worked with her mother, Kathy Castillo, at Alliance. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, here her daughter is. And um, just, you know, uh, Sherilyn Jackson, she's one of our assistant controllers. Her daughter works with us now. Yeah. And I mean, just all of these people that they're bringing their families into the business. They, um, TAA has been running... Um, Articles. I don't know if they're still doing it about people, families in the industry. Yeah. And they had, you know, an article and they highlighted me and Brooke. And then my friend Susan Hinckley, they had her with her niece Shelby, who works for Ballet Living. And oh my goodness, all of my friends that were featured in there. It was, it's really neat. And a lot of Dallas friends all around the state. But it's cool when people want to follow in your footsteps. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. Brooke always said she wanted to do that. And I just look at her today, and I could not be more proud. And my little sister, Lori, she is at Woodbridge Villas, and she is amazing. She's been an assistant manager with us for a long time. She says she doesn't want to manage, but I always tell her she needs to. Yeah. So, but, you know, and then I, I have another niece, Pam Maltzberger. She was working for us and just left to go into a marketing position. But it's it's fun when people really want to do that. It's fun to watch people yeah, grow, too. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Who's out there, Garrett? Man, you got Donna Parker on here. You got oh. Diana Corkle. Diana, hi, darling. Nikki Starkey on here. Got Paul Beckingham on here. I know. Paul's such a sweetheart. Hi, Brian. What's Dana making for dinner? It's probably what Brian's making for dinner. Yeah, that's true. Grill master, grill king, not master. Yeah, I mean, Brian throws down. I mean. He does. I stayed with Brian and Dana during COVID, and it it was better than any five-star hotel. Well, I keep teasing him because, like, they just opened a Portillo's, like a block. Oh my! Me. Well, I I'm like, surprised he's not the there. Absolutely, he'll he'll move. Whenever Brian was in Chicago, we all know that. I think I had for his birthday. I'm not sure, Brian. You'll have to tell me if I'm wrong. But had um, what is it? Goldbelly. They uh, they sent Portillo's to them okay. to their house. He always has that stuff shipped in. I mean, it was like... Are you familiar with Goldbelly? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're not. Cool place that Reed found. And they will literally ship food from so many different famous restaurants. Okay. And Reed will order, you know, the turtle soup 
from Commander's Palace in New Orleans and cakes, but you'll find so many of your favorite restaurants that are on Gold Belly. And you can, I mean, have this food delivered, desserts, you name it, it's great. All right. You got, oh man, you got, there's some certain knowledge of people on here. We got all kinds of people on here. We got Blake Canada on here. Blake, hi darling. Mary Ortiz Cisneros. Hi, Mary just came back. She had a little baby girl. I told her, I said, great job. You come back and I retire the next day. Yeah, you've got all kinds of people popping on here to see you come. Here you all were. No one's going to be on here and go too long. No, 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 no. I uh, Just to let everyone know, I've got Lisey Daniels here. She was our vice president of training. Yeah. And we were going to have dinner together tonight. And when you and I decided that this evening is when we yeah. would, would uh, do this podcast, I said, hey, Come on out. You can have dinner. I'll make sure it's okay with Garrett yeah, and his wife. Absolutely. So anyway, she was just fantastic. She's gone out on her own now. Yeah. So excited for her. So she's doing a lot of talent development and training. And Yeah, well, there, there might be a future episode coming. We'll get her on here. Well, she's great. She's great. I think she spoke... I think she she spoke for NAA at their conference this year in Atlanta. Yeah, TAA and NAA. I think yeah. That's what she was telling me. That's that's awesome. Oh, I know it. It's great. They've got a wonderful training group now too and yeah. marketing team. You know, Dayrise has just really really expanded all of the business support departments yeah. and and I'm really proud to say that when a lot of companies we're laying people off during COVID. Right. Or over the last year, year and a half, haven't laid off anyone. Yeah. And and that's a great thing to say because we sold a lot of properties, but yeah. we still kept all of the, you know, all the corporate team. So, yeah. you know, we've we've still got the same number of training and marketing people and business services and and we're adding to that. And I think that speaks volumes as to the dedication absolutely. that we have for our investors and partners and clients. Yeah, absolutely. You got Abby coming on here now. Is that Abby Coas? Yeah. Hi, Abby. We just had a party for Abby at my house on Sunday. Adriana. Oh, Adriana was there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Love all of my Day Rise family. Everyone asks how I'm doing when they reach out. And I said, I am so lonely for my day rest family. <laughs> I I can't stand that part, but I know I'll that I can always go see them. Nuts. Well, <laughs> what's interesting is it's we've just had so much going on. You've had a lot going on, so it's you kept know, you busy. And and so it it hasn't really settled yeah. in, yeah. but I will drive him crazy. I drove him crazy during COVID when I was yeah. at home. Oh, I drove my wife absolutely yeah. nuts. Like I don't do well with sitting still and being right. Bored. Well, Reed did not like being my administrative assistant, as he <laughs> called himself. It's like, hey, can you scan this? Can you do this? Can you do? Yeah. So anyway, no, he did not like that. My my aunt's kind of my aunt right now. She just had to have a pacemaker put in today. But today was an, an interesting day. My mother in law had to have a surgery. She had knee replacement, and then my aunt had to have a pacemaker put in today. Wow! And with my aunt Pam, we were all joking. It was like she's just gonna have to tell people because they. She's got to, like, lay really low-key for six weeks. And her just sitting still. I know. It's like me being retired. Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, I'm just going to have to tell people, I can't be Pam today. And I'm like, 
Well, that's probably a good move. Like, I don't know that you can do that. Like, I can't hey, even Hey, but tell Aunt Pam I might have to say that. I can't yeah. be Sue Ann today. Yeah, I just can't be Sue Ann today. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it might work. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that she's going to do it because she cuts hair. She just oh, got wow. to go back like a week ago. And then they told her, like, well, no, no you, you're off again. You've got to have a pacemaker. So, I don't know. She's going to have a real hard time having to yeah. just... Take it easy for well, six weeks. Well, I hope everything goes yeah, well with everything's them. going good. Good. Thank you, though. Good, good. All right. Well, we're going to ask you some of the tough questions Ooh. now. All you, right. I know you were upset because I didn't, like, send you any questions. I know. But see, that's the best stuff part, though. See, now I hadn't felt like an interview, and we weren't just, like, you weren't trying to, like, worry it. about those things. I know it. So, if you had one piece of advice you could leave people, what would that piece of advice be? Gosh. There's so many different things. Um, you can have one or two if you want. Gosh, just based on my life's journey, yeah. what my advice would be, because I am so notorious for this, is just learn from the mistakes, but look forward. Don't look in that rearview mirror. And I know that's so basic. Yeah. But it's just, I spend too much time regretting or hashing out in my mind should i have said that should i have done that should i and you know what what's done is done yeah so keep moving forward learn from anything that you doubted not necessarily that you made a mistake but keep moving forward and another bit of advice it was very liberating to me um when i went to work for alan gross he owned g um gfi and uh -huh. he was based out of new york when he interviewed me i wasn't looking and I was very intrigued with him because he asked me during this interview, um, he said, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Well, I think everyone knows that I'm not the analytical person. Um, I'm not the technological person. I'm just a very back-to-basics person. And um, I told him, I said, this is what I like. It's the people. It's the going out in the field. It's really yeah. just focusing on the core business and he said, I believe in putting people in their strength zone. And so all of a sudden, it was very liberating to me that what I had always done was felt bad about my, I say my weaknesses, but I just didn't like them. Yeah. It's not really that they were a weakness, but um, don't, don't beat yourself up. I mean, we all have things that we're really good at, and we have things that maybe we're not so good at just because they don't. We don't like them. We don't enjoy yeah. them. Don't so, um, so those couple of things. All right. Now the big one. Okay. It's called common sense. You just get to give everybody your two cents. Again, it can be about anything. It could be about retirement, which you're looking forward to. It could be about something you're inspired from the show, our conversation. You just get to give everybody your two cents. Gosh. Um, let's see. Be a kind person. Be a very kind person. Um, reach out, touch people, know about their lives, and um, just really, I don't even want to say remember where you came from because I don't know where people come from. Right. I just, I've, I've never liked snobby people. I wasn't raised that way. Pawnee, Oklahoma, you know, <laughs> you're just... Everyone, we all blend in. We all mesh. And um, so always just to be kind is, is 
very commonsensical to me because you get more flies with honey. What do we always hear? Right. And when you're kind, people gravitate towards you and they just want to, to, to do better for you. And we all want to do better for each other when we all feel important. Common sense that I see us really getting away from in our business is just stick to the basics. This business is really, we always say it's not rocket science, but it's really not. Yeah, And I think with all of the different products that are out there and the technology and, and the this is and the that's that, you know, certainly a supervisor can study a lot of reports before they go out to, to their assets. But I can go out to an asset with all of that and spend a couple of hours with the team and walking the property and looking at their reports. And I can, I can tell you what you need. I don't have to prepare yeah. and look at, you know, five different sources for information before I go out. It's about being in the field. Yeah. Show your appreciation to your team. Be there. Be with them. Um, pet peeve of mine is don't take your computer just to say you're at a property and work. Be respectful of the team's time. Yeah. You know, if you're going to be doing work, it's one thing if you have a conference call or something like that, but just... I want to be respectful of, of the sites, of the especially the manager's time. Yeah. So those are just some very basic things, but things that are very important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you. This is it. That's it. Unless you got some more stuff you want to like, Gosh, you know, throw out there. Gosh, let's sing Boomer Soon or mean, something. I'm not singing Boomer Soon. Nobody wants to hear me sing. I know they don't want to hear that, me that'd sing. That'd be either. like the this worst. This is thing. really it. Yeah, we, we can talk as long as you want to talk. No, we don't have to. We can talk as long as you want to talk. I just thank you so much, Garrett. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. No, we've uh, we've enjoyed having you on here. And I'm just sorry we're not at your cigar lounge. I know we could be enjoying a good cigar right now. I think that's it. I'm like I'm I'm like fiending for a cigar right now. It's, I know it. That's um, the our neighbors come over to our house, and um, we all get together a lot in our our neighborhood in use in Tomball. And I've got two cigar ashtrays because I, I actually bought 12 cigars at Specs the other day. I like to keep them on hand. And yeah. so I like to try. I don't smoke a cigar, but I will certainly try. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep that in mind next time you're in town. And I'll have to, I'll have to go by the lounge and pick you up so you're not buying cigars at Specs. Okay, good. I'm, I'm going to have to like make sure. Does Reed smoke? No, hates tobacco. Okay, hates tobacco, but Spices you got some it. other good friends that do. All right. Oh yeah, Garrett. I'll, I'll make so I'll much. make you the hero of the next like get together for any of them that like cigars. Good, good. That good way you deal. can go down there and uh, I can't believe he hates tobacco. That's that's terrible. He hates it. I mean, drugs. Al I mean, alcohol is the only thing. Reed loves a good kettle. One on the rocks, but uh, okay, no, vodka, yeah. I mean, all of us can say that maybe we've tried pot or we've, you know, done yeah. stupid stuff when we were younger, but no, he, he's never, he just, no, no alcohol. I mean, I keep saying alcohol, no uh, tobacco. All right. I, I wish I could say the same. I do too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being Thanks, on the show. Garrett. Enjoy your retirement. Thank you so I know much. I'll be seeing you more soon. All right. Cheers. Bye everyone. Cheers. Got it.